Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. You want a whiskey on the rocks? You want some steak with that? You want a cocktail? Please don't call me a bitch. Hi, I'm Amber Nelson, here to give a PSA about please being nice to the service industry in these trying times, because I was recently talking to a bunch of service industry workers in Hollywood, and everyone's being very mean right now. I understand it's hard. Uh, Things are not going well. No one's having a good time. But let's not keep that moving forward. Let's move on with the positivity. Maybe look me in the eye past my weird gauze thing I have over my head. I mean, I'm practically in a hazmat suit risking my life to serve you eggs. Please be nice (laughs) and don't snap your fingers at me. Thank you very much. PSA from Amber. Oh, man. I can't agree with that more when life is normal. Man, you would think because people are like, oh, aren't they all tipping 20% and being so nice? I'm like, some people tip really, really well. And God bless you. Thank you so much. Because you make up for 90% of people that you are lucky if you get 15% tip. If that. Sometimes they tip nothing. That's insane to me. Nothing. Not a dime. If I'm going out, I'm doing 25% until life is normal again. Yeah. Don't go out. Don't go out. Don't go out if you can't afford it. I've always said this my whole life. I've worked in restaurants for almost 20 years. If you can't afford it, stay at home. I know. And they're like, oh, but it's your job to do it. And I was like, actually, my job is to just bring you the food and walk away. But if you want me to explain stuff to you and like help you out with a menu, I don't have to do that. Go out to eat in London where they don't have to do that. They get paid higher an hour. You know what happens is your food is very expensive and service is bullshit. Yeah, so just be nice to your servers. I mean, they're serving you. Yes. Like, what the fuck? There's no reason for anyone to treat you bad. That's fucked up, Amber. It's weird. You don't deserve it. I don't. I I get snapped at, like, at least once a day. Oh, my God, you go fuck. You tell them to go fuck? I should. Like, how rude do you... uh, What's the rudest you've gotten? What's the rudest? Like, not rudest, but, like, you stood up for yourself the most. You know, honestly, I just kind of, like... Because I'm wearing a muzzle, practically. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's coming right out. Like, I can't say anything back to them. Oh, yeah. Nobody can hear me. How's your eye roll going? How's you, are you working on it good? Or? I should probably work on it you good. you got to work on your eye roll, because that's your only weapon right now. <laughs> that or the middle finger, and that's, you know, the, With that a says a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, so if you go out, people, I, you and me went out last time we did the show. 
we had a nice time. We tipped well over yeah. at the federal. I mean, it's just if you're gonna do it, tip extra. Yes. Because this is not a time. Everyone's sick. Everyone doesn't want to do it. You know. So. Yeah. Well, they want to go out. I can see why they'd want to go out to have just some semblance of normalcy. Mm-hmm. But um, at least be nice. Pay for it, goddammit. At least be nice. Or even if you don't even tip me, at least be nice. And don't just be like, we're in a hurry. We need this now. So I did this thing with Julie for her birthday. I got us two tickets uh, that included an appetizer each uh, to go see uh, the, this, a bunch of violinists play some Vivaldi. Yeah, it was very nice. It was her birthday. I'm like, this will be beautiful. We get there. They're like, the band canceled. But we're going to buy your dinner for you. I was like, shit, rock and roll. They play Vivaldi on the speakers. I'm like, this is great. And so since I got a free dinner that I was going to pay for anyway, I tipped 40% on that motherfucker. That's great. For the couple drinks that I got. Then they gave us two drinks for free. You know, it's like, just help out. You know, because like that, if I didn't do that, because that that 40% that I tipped would have been the normal amount. Mm-hmm. That I tipped if I had to pay for my dinner. So it was just, you know, just help out. Because yeah. everyone's hurting. And if you want the luxuries right now, pay for it. Yes, and negativity is a disease. Like, I often have to, like, someone's negative and I have to go in the back and breathe. About once a day, your server will have a nervous breakdown in the back that you don't see. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just have to, like, shake it off and then go back out there. Because you want to want to, like, spread the negativity back to people. As a former restaurant manager, I can... Second, the fact that servers have nervous breakdowns in the middle of their shifts. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go afterwards and then do a bunch of drugs, which That's is our it. topic today. Hello, drugs. I just wanted to do a little PSA up top. No, I mean, you. I love that. Bring some, do it. Bring it to the show. You got something to say? This is our fucking platform. Thanks. You know, <laughs> this is all we got. You know, people listen. This is all I have. <laughs> well, I mean, all right. We got more. We, we got, got more. more. Um, but yeah, we're talking about drugs and that, you know, and we're going to do the broad spectrum of drugs. We're going to do like a fun, like rapid fire. We're going to list out a bunch of drugs and then we're going to talk about, uh, our experiences with those drugs, what we've seen other people do, uh, what we've heard about and, uh, the negatives and the positives of each of these drugs. Yeah. Because it's the brighter side that we must find our positives. Yeah, we must. Either we will shot in the head. <laughs> Shot in the head with a fun gun. Speaking of the fun gun, here comes joke time. Joke time. All right. Here we go. I got one. Right. I once did magic mushrooms in in an old monastery by myself. Did you know hell is real? <laughs> oh man, people take drugs to escape reality. That's not why I do them. I do them to act normal during job interviews and make ping pong fun. (laughs) I can't do ping pong sober. You can't? No. It's not worth it. It's too much. The ball is on the floor every five seconds. I got to bend over and pick it up. That's half the exercise. No, you got to be hammered. Otherwise, you're just going to be mad. I hate chasing the ball, but if I'm drunk, sure, fuck it. Yeah, let's rock and roll. Uh, What's another one? I, um, I never know what it's like to be anybody else but myself. Well, except a bald eagle, because I did LSD in the woods once. <laughs> I use weed for birth control. I smoke so much weed that my sperm have become so stupid they come out of my butt. Butt fun? sperm. Butt sperm. Your babies are going to come out like, I'm uh, Eddie's son. Rock and roll, almond brothers, man. <laughs> yeah. I go doo-doo out my mouth, I eat my butt. Hold on, loose the... Don't let go. Do you think if you 
had a butt child, would you put a hoagie in your asshole and uh, vomit shit? <laughs> Sorry. And this is the part where people turn off the episode. They turn it off and they go to work and they splash some cold water on their face. If I found out I could eat my butt, I definitely would try it. Yeah, of course. Hoagies would be the best option. Meatball, second best option. I had a hoagie earlier today. Jersey Mike. Oh. What a gentleman. You're so good. <laughs> and I love that shredded lettuce tomato combo with the oil, vinegar, salt, pepper, oregano. Mm. Whoever thought of that? Brilliant. You know who thought of it? Jersey Mike. Goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have a third joke? Do I? I'll think of one in a bit. All right. Here's my third one. Uh, in Portugal, all drugs are legal. Damn. Portugal must be so fucking boring that one day the government got together and all collectively decided we should let all our citizens do heroin. Build a zoo, Portugal. Learn how to juggle. Get a personality. <laughs> More of a rant. All right. <laughs> oh, I got one. I what got is one. It? Cocaine. I hate it. It makes you... Like, just ramble on about a script you're never going to do. It makes you all sweaty and awful, and it's expensive. Who has some? I want it now. <laughs> That's how cocaine is. Everyone hates it until it comes to the party. And you're like, all right, I guess I'll do a line. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no big deal. <laughs> Jitter and bug in a way. Yeah. All right. So each drug we we're going we're gonna to talk about, we're going to go through. The first drug, Amber and I decided... Should be life. Mm. The drug of life. It's a lot. Everyone gets it. Everyone has to do it. It's hard. You know, running, they call the runner's high. Oh, have you ever gotten it? No, I hate running. I yeah. usually stop right before that happens. Yeah, I used to do um, cross country when I was a kid to skip school. And, I mean, that shows you how much I hate school. Because mm. uh, I was running. And I hated it. I never enjoyed it. I was always second to last. There was always one other fatter kid than me. Mm. And I was, and I literally, I probably could have came in fourth if I tried. But I was like, I'm just going to make sure I'm not last. And then, you know, not have to go to school. There Walk a bunch of it. You know, you just got to come in under 20-something minutes. <laughs> oh, that's too hard. All those runners, it's not good for your body. They all have, like, dark circles under their eyes. And their mm -hmm. bones are about to pop out of their shins. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you... Uh... Run in the park. Run in the park. And also some of those people that are like, I ran 20K or whatever. I think it's because they're running from something. I definitely <laughs> know this guy that like hates his wife and he's just like, I'm going to go on a run. And it's like, of course, he's gone for 10 hours. That's yeah. the only thing he has. Well, you know, I mean, good for them. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great to stay in shape, uh, stay high on life. And... Uh, one thing I don't like is when someone tells me that they only get high on life. You could say I'm sober and I won't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, but when you tell me you're high on life, you go screw. Yeah, it sounds like you have people in your basement. <laughs> like locked down there. What do you mean you're high on life? You just, oh yeah. Has anyone ever told you that? I'm high on life? You ever get that? Definitely at a Christian camp. But we'll oh. turn around to that. Uh, later. Oh, yes. Yeah, so we'll, we're going to close out with Jesus. Um, so the negative effects of being high on life. I mean, you got to, you know, once you go high on life, you're going to end up being low on life at some point. Yeah. And you're just sitting there facing it. That was one of the hardest parts of quarantine in the very beginning, mm -hmm. because I'm a bartender. So we drink quite often. And then I'm sitting at home and I right when it first happened, I didn't have that influx of money. So mm -hmm. I was like, I can't go spend it on alcohol. And I would just sit at home and be like, 
oh my god I'm like facing all of my fears at once like a tsunami and I just yeah. have to stand on the beach and you know what's that Forrest Gump when he yells at God oh uh, the Lieutenant Dan screaming yeah. at God yeah. when he's on the boat yeah, you're like, not gonna take me that's all you got it's like me on the beach with a tsunami and <laughs> I just want the alcohol so bad but you have to face those things boys it hard yeah, I understand that you uh, you know being sober is you know much needed. And if by the way, if you have any problems with drugs, we are not trying to convince you to do them at any point in no. this show. We're just talking about our experiences and our opinions about these drugs. If you have a problem with drugs, please seek help and continue to seek help. Uh, there is you know you can go to Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, or just talk to a friend. But um, I will say. Uh, high on life uh the negativity for me is i i need something yeah i get my thoughts i get angry <sighs> you know if i go too long without weed i definitely get angry absolutely i realized um late in life that i was doing i was doing like hardcore drinking and drugs for many years and i was doing it because i wanted to escape i didn't want to like feel my feelings i had a couple bad things happen to me in my past and mm -hmm. i was just like and you know later on people would be like amber's fun but I realized, like, Amber's trying to escape. <laughs> yeah. I used to be really fucking angry. Yeah. When I was younger, before I started, like, when I was doing football and, like, and I was just a kid, like, I got in a shit ton of fights when I was in middle school and high school. Yeah. Early high school. And then I started smoking weed and I started letting shit go and I started, like, I started chilling out a little bit. And so, you know, maybe it's not for everybody and everyone shouldn't do it, but it definitely helped me out and evened me out and made me a nicer person. Yeah. Made me start caring about people, becoming more uh, empathetic. empathetic. Yeah. yeah. My high school photo, I'm scowling. And people really? are like, why are you scowling? I'm like, because I hated life. I was just mean. I was mad all the time. I was having a bad, I was in this bad, this town that wasn't right for me, had mm -hmm. a bad childhood. I didn't want to fucking be there. All right. The positive of being high on life. The brighter side. The brighter side. Um, at least you know yourself. You know the woods that are your heart, and you know the trees and the flowers and the fruits that grow. Yeah, you probably get up early. Yeah, you know that's good. You get a good start. Early bird gets the worm. Probably you know be a good fisherman. Uh, you know. Well, fishermen are all alcoholics. Oh yeah. Well, Let's like true, like fishermen for employment. You know, a guy who just goes out to a lake with a string on a stick. You know, he could be sober. <laughs> <laughs> But all the ones in Florida that, you know, bring the food to the market, those guys, they do all these drugs. Oh, of course. You've got to. You're out in the water. Mm -hmm. I think fishermen are like the most fucked up group of people that I've ever been associated with. Because they're living their life in maritime law, which is <laughs> if you fall over the boat, bye-bye. Also, nothing cooler. On a, whenever I'm on a boat, I want to drink immediately. Yeah. I, the first, as soon as the boat leaves the dock, I'm like, where's my beer? What the fuck's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking on a boat. I need to be, you know, I need to start drinking. Also, my advice to the ladies out there is never get on a boat with a man unless there's witnesses. Yeah, but don't, yeah, never just you and a man. Unless, like, you're very close with them. I don't know. Even if you're married, he could push you over and get all your money. <laughs> okay? There was a couple, like, a few, a year ago, whatever. It's this guy. He was, like, trying to invite me on his boat. You I told me about yeah, this. Yeah, I didn't know him. And I was like, I don't know about the boat. And he started pressuring me more and more. And I'm yeah. the kind of person when you pressure me into something and I don't kind of don't want to I don't like being pressured so I was just like no you know what no and he's like get on my boat get on my boat and I was like no I'm for sure glad I don't get on your fucking boat don't get on the boat no he's gonna rape you to death yes or you know drown you and it, it's, it's, you could do anything on a boat yeah no rules all right 
Next up, coffee. Oh. We didn't talk about this, but I thought of it after we hung up. Caffeine, that, yeah. coffee. I got to have coffee. Every day, right? Do you drink a lot of coffee? Like I three drink a cups. lot of coffee. Three cups a day, at least. Yeah, I have to. Lots of cold brew. I'm getting fucking sloshed on coffee. But you know what? Coffee's been around for thousands of years. People are fine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. People are fine. I mean, a lot of this stuff's been around for thousands of years. Humanity's always... Like, we're the most sober humans have been throughout humanity. I mean, do you think dinosaurs were invented by sober people? Oh, no. And if they saw a bush that got them hammered, I bet they ate the fuck out of it. Yeah, they're like, the bush is on fire, (laughs) Moses. The bush is on fire, Moses saw it. Like, put in this book, the Bible, you know? Oh, yeah. And plus, you know, who knows what liquor was like back then? Just pure acid. (laughs) (laughs) And kids were drunk. Can you imagine a drunk kid just everywhere? Oh, yeah. yeah. You go forage for mushrooms for your sandwiches or whatever. And I mean, it is still mushrooms. relatively, like, recent in humanity when we stop letting kids drink. Yeah. You know, they were drinking hard for a while. Even in the 20s. You're like, oh, there's drunken Timmy. Go yeah. mining coal. He's 12. He's got a, he's got a hell of a disposition. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So, um, So, negative to coffee. You ever get, I mean... The poo-poos. The poo-poos? I mean, see, I look at that as a positive. All right, because you get it out of you. I like poo. Everyone, whenever someone's like, oh, that made me shit, I don't like it. To me, it's a positive. You know what I read today? What? I read that women tend to hold things in and men let it out. So women are always holding in their poo and their pee and their sneezes. And men are just blowing their nose and taking shits. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, you have to. I think it's a feminine trait to hold it in. You got to next scratch it. That's what I say, you know? So negative for coffee to me, if I don't have coffee, mm-hmm. I get a headache. Really? I, I'm at that point now where if I if I skip, if I wake up and like something happens where there's no coffee in the fridge and I got time to brew something before I leave the house and I can't stop and get it. Like not only am I pissed off and sleepy, but I'll, I'll get a headache by like three o'clock if I didn't get some coffee in me. Oh man, there's no coffee at your work? Well, there's sometimes it just doesn't, ha- you know, every yeah. once in a this is like rare. You know, yeah. this is very rare that th- I let this happen to myself because I know that I need my coffee. But I'll get a headache. I straight up will get a, like a no coffee headache. Damn. Yeah. Because your body's so used to it. Mm-hmm. I used to drink Red Bull. I used to work at a bakery. Man, that's so glad I got off that shit. Oh my God, that's poison. I used to work at a bakery. So you'd have to be there at four o'clock in the morning, right? Yeah. To like start stuff, get it going. And I was doing comedy. So I'm going to sleep at midnight, right? Mm-hmm. So, at the earliest. At the earliest. So I'm drinking one of those tall boys of Red Bull oh, every day. Damn. After I a used month. To do that shit. Ugh, my liver had a heartbeat. It was. No. <laughs> I could feel it pulsing. Yeah, I imagine we're gonna find out pretty soon the long term effects of Red Bull and Monster Energy drinks. Mm-mm. And I got a good feeling it's not gonna be. Uh, helpful. It's not gonna be good. Yeah, it's not gonna be good. I saw a 12 year old boy drinking a Monster Energy drink, and 12 year olds they already have an abundance of energy. What are yeah. you doing? And he just had his head in his hands like he just coming down from the biggest crash oh my god yeah. yeah no you can't give a child anything that gives them energy no if we honestly i wish candy didn't exist after like hanging out with these kids in uh, ohio they're always jacked up on on some kind of fruit Coca-Cola, loops, fruit loops uh, uh, popsicles and goddamn ice cream and every time you look there's some kind of candy or a no cookie. and like they're going crazy they're running around the circle you know and it's just like you can't do it apples we got to start treating ourselves better. Yeah, grapes, kids. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I had a scoop of ice cream today. But, you know, at the same time, we got to, you know, cut that shit out. Positive of coffee, positive of caffeine. I mean, obviously, it gets you up. It keeps you going. 
But I like the conversation. I like a night coffee. My family's a night coffee family. We'll brew a pot at 10 p.m. We'll sit around. We'll talk until 2 and have a couple coffees. And, I, and we really, like, get closer and bond over it. That's and nice. everyone could go out for a cup of coffee. Yeah. Uh, if you're sober, you can go out for a cup of coffee. And if you don't want caffeine, you can get a cup of decaf. You know, and so, like, everyone can do it and be a part of it. And that's why it's the, to me, it's the only drug on this list that's completely inclusive. It uh, is. Yeah, Everybody can do it. Yeah. So everyone can. You, and it always sparks a good conversation. And it's a great, cheap first date. And so I coffee, bing, bing, bing. I love it. Slurp, slurp, drip, drip. Put it in my gullet. In your gullet. It's also like first thing in the morning. I like to read with coffee. And like you can't read with heroin. You know, mm. let me just shoot up real quick and read The Economist. <laughs> I'm sure it's happened. But <laughs> like Jeff Bezos or something? That's what he does in the morning? I mean, if I was him, I'd do it. Who's got, you know, you got time finally. All right. Tobacco. Mm. You're a smoker. I am. I'm trying to cut it down. Are you trying um, to cut it down? You're trying to quit? Because you like it, but you hate it. I've I heard. Know. I've heard both sides from you. Yeah, I like it, but I hate it. I like the, like, I like a coffee with a cigarette, for sure. I like, um... I find that whenever I'm like, I'm going to quit. I'm not going to do it. I'm not bringing my pack out. I like start thinking about it and thinking about it and I can't stop. And then when I get home, I buy a pack and I have like six immediately. Mm -hmm. But if I bring my pack with me and I say, hey, it's okay. Whatever you want. You want one right now? Yeah. You don't have to. You can have one. I actually smoke less. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. You know what? Another thing that I like about smoking, I don't smoke for the record. Mm. I have smoked for one year when I was on probation in college. I couldn't smoke weed, so I smoked cigarettes, and I had no problem quitting. Actually, I quit early because it's just I never got addicted. It never, never, me and cigarettes never clicked. Yeah, sometimes some people don't. I don't know what it was. Cigars, yeah. I don't like either. I don't like cigars. Nargila, that shit makes me sick. What's Nargila? Uh, you know, like hookah. Oh, hookah's a COVID no-no. Oh, yeah. You're sharing that little spit? Mm -mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is, yeah. That's done, probably. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, I don't like any of that stuff. And you know what I really fucking hate? Mm. Chewing tobacco. <gasps> Nothing grosses me out more than someone sitting there with a bunch of gross-ass tobacco in their lip, spitting into a bottle. Yeah. There was one of my buddies, I, I used to tell him, no smoking in the house. Because so all my friends in college smoked. You know, I'm like, no smoking in the house. I don't want smoking in the house. And so then one of my buddies, a couple of my buddies started dipping. And they were like, they started dipping in the house. I was like, nah, man, you got to take that shit outside. And he's like, why? It doesn't stink. I'm like, it's fucking disgusting. You could spill it. I don't want to hear you spit. We're sitting next to each We're watching a movie. I don't want, I don't want to watch you spit all the time. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. And you save this big bottle of black liquid. Ugh. People end up drinking it half the time all at the parties. Time. Yeah. You know, it's... Never happened to me, but I've seen it happen. And man, fuck that shit. I wouldn't fight somebody. Yes, that's why I start. <laughs> I would fight somebody too. That's why I start denting my cans. I dent all my cans because, like, in high school, yeah. I did start drinking early. Uh, yeah. There's the good old boys. They just spit into their Bud Light cans, and then you think that's yours, and then oopsie, you got some tar in your mouth. Oh God, damn, fucking. Gross. And they think, oh, just come on now. And oh no. And then snus came about, and that's like packaged, so it's not. Yeah, no, it's, it's still, still gross. gross. I don't care. It's disgusting. You got to stop it. You're not impressing anybody. And they have that thing that. 
pouch that comes out of your mouth. Get holes in your lips and cheeks and shit. You fucking, it's stupid. It's gross and it's stupid. Yeah, I think men just do it because other men are doing it. I've never seen a woman dip, to no, be honest. I've never seen a woman dip either. I think it's a man thing. And I tell you what, if a woman did start dipping, she would find herself a big gross man pretty fast. <laughs> she has a back tattoo that says fuck it. Yeah, she just gets fuck it all tattooed on her neck. <laughs> she would find a big gross man very fast. Positives of tobacco, Amber. What do you got? I like smoker circle conversations. Unbelievable conversations. Better conversations than inside. I'll go hang out and not smoke sometimes. Or I go and I smoke a joint just so I can be a part of the conversation. Yes. Yeah. I called a hotline to quit smoking and they're like, what do you like about smoking? And I was like, honestly, the conversations are better. And they're like, how is that? And I was like, sounds like you've never been in a smoker's conversation. Because yeah. <laughs> they're infinitely cooler than the bullshit's going on inside. What's your favorite color? You yeah, because it's all outcasts and people with like bad attitudes and shit. So <laughs> You're going to get some strong opinions. Oh, yeah. When you go out there with the smokers. You just circle. immediately like walk into a conversation that's like, we used to smoke on airplanes. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a positive for me, uh, let me see. I mean, the camaraderie of it, you know, that, like you said, the conversation, I guess, is, is a big one. But, I mean, you know what? It really does help people who are in recovery. You know, like, it really does, like, give them that, thing that they can lean on while they're trying to get rid of something else mm. and so i think if someone's trying to get rid of a drug and they pick up smoking you go for it if you're in prison and they let you smoke i mean go for it if you're <laughs> at war go for it you know like you know just do it you know it'll calm you down it'll help you out especially when you need it most and you know because you can't really do other drugs in that situation you can't I hear that the reason why it's bad luck to light two cigarettes with one match is because back in the day when they were in trenches if you lit two cigarettes with one match that's like enough time for the other team team other side to see that oh there's people over there with a match oh wow so you just do it real quick so that's why they say it's bad luck to do like two cigarettes with one match ooh okay yeah. just... or at least someone crazy told me that and I never I mean, fact I check anything <laughs> it makes sense yeah you gotta put that fire out of the catch it yes that's like 90 percent of my facts somebody tells me this at a bar and i'm like i like it and i just repeat it yeah doesn't make it a fact no uh <laughs> <laughs> pulling up to mickey d's just for drinks oh yeah that's me nothing extra just perfection and a straw coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block because there are drinks then there are drinks from mcdonald's Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support so you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. All right, next one, 
alcohol. We got beers in front of us. Mm. We're slurping, derping. We definitely booze it up on the show. We've had drinking episodes where we have played a drinking game. Yeah. Uh, Alcohol's a fine line because, like, I like a couple beers. I like a glass of wine. But every now and then I get that itch and I have to stop myself from being like, let's go get some whiskey and then get blackout drunk, you know? What's the, um, when did you start drinking? I remember having a Zima out of my brother's fridge when, <laughs> and that's, which is everybody's first drink. I did put a Jolly Rancher in it when I was in like sixth grade, I think. Mm-hmm. And wow, then, that's young. That's pretty, I had one, but then I think in high school, sometimes in high school. Okay, so you had one Zima and then you took a break for like four or five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. That makes sense. Yeah, I did. At 10 years old, I drank some whiskey and didn't drink anything again until I was 16. No. So, yeah, my first beer was at a fish concert. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At that same concert, someone offered me a joint and I was just like, are you the audacity? (laughs) I was so mad. I was like, you gave me a joint Well, I'm trying to enjoy the music. A fish. (laughs) Sober. People who go to a fish concert sober, write to me. I want to hear your experience. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, I mean, obviously I have a good relationship with alcohol, but I also have seen it destroy people. So many people. You know, so there is like, I, I personally like it. I know I do it definitely too much. You know, I'll have a drink, you know, a couple nights a week, more than that, maybe, you know. Yeah, I think I lost some, like, career opportunities from alcohol. Oh, I know I did. Yeah. I know I had, oh, my God. Oh, so I, like, this is a, this is a horrible story. I hate I this I got story. one right after it, yes. Okay, good. You're, I don't think I ever told you this. Okay. So, when Broad City was doing the, uh, when they were just doing the, not the TV show, but before that, when they were doing the, uh, just the web series, mm-hmm. and it was killing it alana cast me as uh as the doctor as hannibal's part mm-hmm. and i uh i couldn't and i got too drunk and didn't wake up <gasps> and i didn't get there and uh you know then the show was wildly successful oh my god and they called it so you could have been hannibal burris i don't know but you i did fu- i did uh i did fuck that up yes. pretty hardcore and yeah it was like uh and it was definitely all right okay no drinking hard before a day of work ever again wow and so i learned my lesson pretty fast and it was a tough one to learn definitely on the show i have a short list of regrets and i'll go ahead and throw that one on there that's a regret yeah 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 yeah. oh man she was so mad it took me a couple years to repair that relationship man oh it was ah i really fucked that up i really did it still haunts me to this day that was like 15 years ago or however long ago it was i don't know like maybe 13 12 you're a good person that's why you feel sad about it well yeah 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 that and they fucking blew it (laughs) so did they just call up hannibal to do it no i don't know i don't know what happened but yeah that was it was that part and fucking i fucked it up oh my god yeah here's mine i don't know if it's in the same contendency Contendency? Don't know if that's the word. It's in the same bullshit realm. Yes. So I was doing this festival in Atlanta, and mm. I go one year, and to be honest, I kill it. I yeah. do a great job. So much that they ask me back, and they're like, oh, there's lore of you in Atlanta. We love you in Atlanta. And I was like, fuck yeah. And then I go and I meet my brother, who's gay, and I meet his friends, and they're older gay men. Mm-hmm. And something about being an older gay man, you can drink me under the table. <laughs> I don't know if it's like living through the Stonewall riots or New York in the 80s. There's no or, women slowing you down. There's no women slowing you down. 
I think that's it. There's nobody telling you to stop. And you just keep on going, baby. And boy, did we keep... Because I do this thing when I'm drinking with somebody is I want to keep up, you yeah. know? And oh, I can't yeah. keep up with this man. And I have a show... I'm invited back again, and I'm coming up to a round of applause, and they're like, you remember her from last year? She's fucking great. And I go up on stage, and I can't even get words out. Oh, my God. In front of about 300 people. Oh. Live. Oh. Hey, y'all. And I'm like I, I'm like halfway doing my jokes. Like, I have a joke about Marilyn Monroe, and I'm, I'm just kind of like, Marilyn Monroe's, yeah. Oh, God. And it was just like silence. Of course. Dead silence. Yeah, rightfully so. For for, I think like 20 minutes. Oh, nightmare. (laughs) Nightmare. Oh, man. You must have been so furious with yourself. Yeah, the next day I was just like, I can't believe I blew it. Because I could have gone on and like did a great job. Met Because there were like agents in the room, people in the room. The laughing skull? I think so. I I forget. I forget the venue. But it was like a, (laughs) jeez. It was a big, big event. Packed full of people, hot, ready room, oh. ready. And y'all, yo, crazy. <laughs> oh I think at one point I just sat on the stool and they were like, do you need to, do you? I was like, no, no, I go, I keep going. And I kept, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> they kid you went out. You're like, I'm going to back. <laughs> What a fuck up. So if you're in Atlanta and you saw that set, I am so sorry. You deserve a better set from me. I'll come back after COVID and do something else. You, I bet Atlanta would love you too. Thank you. All right. So we've done, what's a positive alcohol? Um, you definitely got negative there twice in a row. Oh God. <laughs> a positive, well, it definitely kind of loosens you up a little bit more to I, smile. Yeah. I love throwing a party. Yeah. And I feel like a proper party, going to have booze. Got a booze. Beer and wine, I mostly stick to beer and wine now. At parties. At parties. Yes, yes, yes. And what, like, when that first wave of people leave, then I break out the booze. Yeah, when you don't have to be, when you don't have to worry about embarrassing yourself anymore. Yes. Yeah, once you're in friendly company, then you can start getting hammered. hammered. Yeah, when it's like 10 people there, you're yeah. like, all right. Oh, here's something, it's great advice for people. Uh, if you're at an open bar, don't get blackout drunk. No, yeah, it's so Don't, easy. It's like a trap to see who's the fucking drunk. You know, it's like who not to work with and stuff like that. It's almost like if it's a corporate event or something, like honestly, unless it's like people just taking you out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And Fernando says never drink on an empty stomach. Put some food in. Yeah, put some food, get some yeah. bread right before you leave. Also, before you go on a date, mm-hmm. eat some food. Especially ladies, don't rely on a man for a meal. Do it yourself. Yes, pace yourself. Yeah. Everything is better in moderation. Mm-hmm. Because especially if you're at a wedding or something like that, those, those free liquor drinks will fuck you up real fast here's a tip every second drink have a water please every or fourth or yeah. third or something just filter in waters and trust me the next day you'll be able to get up it'll be great and also you're trying to sober up uh the more you pee is how you get it out of you and so you pee and sweat you got to get the liquid out of your body yeah so start drinking water and start peeing or you know and then if you have to you gotta puke but you know, yeah, I've definitely puked before, and it saved my life. Yes, I've also woke. I've like made myself not puke before, and it ruined my next day. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, if you're really, really drunk, obviously you're not going to be able to remember this advice. But um, 
puke. Puke. I yeah. was trying to hang out don't with Ben force Kessel. It. Don't, don't force, force it. it. But, you know, let it happen if it's going to happen because otherwise you're poisoning yourself. You're literally poisoning yourself. You are. I was That's hanging out. for everything on this That's list. for everything else. Yeah, I was hanging out with Ben Kissel. You know big old Ben. Yes. And I uh, woke up and I puked and I was just shaking. And my body it was just like, get out of you right now. Yeah, you can't go toe-to-toe with big Ben Kissel. No. Can't be doing that. All right. Next up, weed, marijuana. <laughs> yes, my favorite drug in the world. I'm so happy it exists. Thank you. I love you. Well, you and I have a different relationship with weed. Yes. Because you like need it medically. I guess so. You know, for your brain. Yeah. You know, I would never tell somebody like, stop smoking weed. You don't need Because I don't know what's going on with them. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like, have I accomplished everything I need today? I like checklists. Yeah. Like today I wrote a checklist. And if I check off everything on the list, I'll have a couple hits of a joint. Yeah. And relax. Because if I don't, I'm going to be keep thinking about that thing I need to do and I'm not going to fully relax. Yeah. I try not. I've been, I used to wake and bake, but now I try and keep it till like when I'm either like stressed out and need a break or to the evening when my work's done. And once my work's done, like as soon as this podcast's done, I'm going to smoke a joint and I'll be great. That's great. But you know, I didn't smoke earlier because I knew that I had to go do this shit. Yeah. And so this, that's just how <clears throat> you have to keep your life organized. And weed. As much as I love it, and it's my favorite thing in the world, and it makes me a better person, uh, it can uh, ruin you. I've seen so many people that are like, they think they're so cool. Whenever people think they're cool smoking weed, that's what I'm like, this isn't a lifestyle. It's mm-hmm. a drug. Come on. It's an addictive drug. Like, I definitely have done some shows where people, like, when I was in theater, and they would be like, I smoked the bowl before I came. It's pretty chill, yeah. And I'm like, are your lines memorized? <laughs> Because yeah. you fuck up your lines, I'm going to be pretty pissed off to smoke <laughs> that weed. Yeah. And spoiler alert, they never were, you yeah. know? I used to be able to smoke and go on stage, but I can't anymore. No. I, like, I guess uh, I slowed down to my old age a little bit with that. I used to be I used to be able to smoke and stay real sharp and quick, and I'm definitely not as sharp when I smoke now. Slower. It's about like a five-second delay on everything. Yeah, and so I'm glad that I, uh, I've i realized that, because I, I realized that the wrong way by being slower on stage and then realizing, oh, can't do that anymore. Did you have a moment, on a definitive moment? No, it was more of just a looking back type thing, you know, like I probably shouldn't have smoked weed right before I went on there. You know, I would have I would have hit everything so much faster. Yeah. I wouldn't have paused and waited for the jokes as much and like look, try to search and remember shit, you know, just use it as a reward. And then like, it gets super fucking stoned and then you'd be kind and nice it's, it's fine. totally fine and like i said not every drug affects every person differently if you take if you smoke weed and you get paranoid and crazy don't smoke weed you know like but that's not what happens to me so. yeah and you know i find that if you're in a weed circle and many times i've been like outside of the hollywood improv and i'm about to go on and i'm standing in a weed circle because again i like standing outside with the cool people and they pass the joint to me and every time i say no thank you I don't really like it when I'm not at home. No one's ever pressuring me to do it. They no. never pressure you. No, because they want the, their weed. They want the weed. Weed smokers want to smoke the weed. You know, they don't, you know, they're only sharing it because they're not, you know, they're too stoned to be rude. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> so never feel pressured to smoke weed. No yeah. one's ever going to pressure you. And also, if I offer you weed, I'm not pressuring you to smoke weed. It's like if I had chocolate cake, I would offer you a slice of chocolate cake. Yeah. You know, it's not like, it's not like I think you should smoke me. And be cool you know it's not that you know it's uh you know i got some if you want it i got it you there know you it's go. all it is and you know um smoke your own joints now covid uh covid i will say with weed 
people are getting very inventive with how to smoke it. Mm-hmm. I remember like there was this weed show back at the Creek in the Cave in Long Island City, and they uh, the owner had this contract. Run. Yeah, Midnight Run. And they had this contraption that would like look like a hot air balloon. The volcano. What is going on, man? What have happened to just a joint? It was like plugged into a robot and you gotta fill it up. Yeah. And then like you smoke it and then there's Everyone's no it's passing this plastic bag around. So I don't weird. like it either. I smoke like weed. It. Yeah, just smoke a like, dabs. Grass. I don't get it. I don't smoke weed to go cross eyed and fall on the floor and grab my ankles. No. You know, I smoke weed to relax, you know? No. When I worked at a weed a legal weed shop for two days before I quit when I found out it was illegal, um the security guard would a gun on him would do dabs all day that's the dumbest shit i ever heard yeah i was like i have and that was not the red flag that made me quit it was <laughs> that was not it it was when they said oh we don't pay our taxes don't worry it's chill i was like no 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 it's not chill the government's gonna come in here with ak-47s and kill us all and they're like no they can't because it's like not legal and i was like have you looked around have you looked around at what they can do and i quit that day and the government came in two days later sheriff with ak-47s and flashlights in their face like i said they would yes anyways positive to weed positive to weed um after your day is done it lets you relax yeah i mean for sure yeah for sure i mean and that i mean also i mean let's forget about it you know, as a recreational drug, it is legitimate medicine. Mm-hmm. And if, if once it's completely legal across this country, uh, people will stop. Will be able to get. Will be able to stop taking these fucking pain meds that are ruining our kidneys and our livers. Yeah. Uh, this government uh, drugs that they deem legal for some reason are much worse for you than marijuana. Football players fucking get addicted to codeine and all this shit when they really just should be smoking weed and it would help them out and it wouldn't really do anything. Well, maybe people look at like the economic boom that happened in California with weed and then be like, well, especially after the economic crisis now, and then say, well, I guess a good way to generate money into our state is to open up a couple weed shops. And I guarantee some good old boys in Kentucky are going to line up to get it. Get money. I got some people in my family who smoke weed secretly and they do it because their knee hurts and they're not like trap house crazy weed addicts. They do it because they're like their knee hurts. Yeah. They went to war and they keep having flashbacks. It helps with PTSD. A lot more people smoke weed than you think. Yeah. No, it's a fucking good thing for people. Yeah. Stop being a dick about it and let us smoke a goddamn weed. Yeah. I should bring. Anyways. Yes. Because I'm going to go home soon and I should bring some weed to people. Yes. Yes, you should. Can I bring it to the airport? Yes, you can. Through our airport. Through California's airport yes. to... <laughs> no. We're getting told not to, but yeah, they don't care in California. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, but I would be careful in other parts of the country. Yeah, I'm just going to bring it to... But I'm bringing it to a very red state. As long... I mean, if you can take, go through the airport, you'll be fine. Put in your check baggage. I don't think I'm checking a bag. Check a bag. It's okay, worth I'll it. check a bag. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I also have, because I got this kit, because I thought I was going to drive around everywhere, but it the kit includes uh, road flares, and I don't think I can bring road flares on an airplane. I don't think you can either. No. Don't bring any knives. Don't bring any scissors. Okay. Thank um, you. One right. time I did ex- accidentally come to the airport with a hammer in my bag. <laughs> and then I was like, it's a lady hammer, because it had flowers on it, and this woman behind me goes, hammers don't have a gender. <laughs> yeah, but she was right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I can mail it. <laughs> I can mail it and just don't put a return address? What if I bribe the TSA with weed? 
is that worse? Like, shh, here's a house joint. Yeah, I don't know. The guys I've been seeing down there probably appreciate it. Mm. All right. Um, we're going to Adderall. You wanted to talk about Adderall. Oh, Adderall. We'll go to prescription drugs, and we'll, what we'll do is we'll do the uppers and then the downers. And okay. we'll let Adderall um, represent the uppers. The uppers. So I knew this girl back in the day in New York. We're talking early UCB. Mm-hmm. Like, even before Aubrey Plaza got hit, because she was the first person to get famous out of there. Yeah. So we're talking, like, it's an early breeding ground for, like, creativity. There's wild stuff going on. Really, some of the best stuff I've seen in theater is from that time yeah. on stage. And I'm working, and I have this friend, and I won't say her name, um, but she is set up to be, like, the next Amy Poehler. She is ghostwriting a book. She's on teams. It was really hard to get on a team. And she's like at all the parties. She's up. She's writing the spec scripts. She's everywhere and doing it because she's on Adderall, Mm -hmm. right? And um, But she kept abusing it. And she kept going and doing it. And what happens is you start losing yourself. Um, She was now no longer making cohesive thoughts at parties and was just kind of rambling and going crazy, um, asking to borrow money from everybody because it is expensive. Um, Her skin was breaking out, gaining weight, losing her body, losing her mind, and was once this person that was set up to be somebody very famous and lucrative and amazing and genius, uh, became this rambling hoarder that now lives with three dogs and surrounded with dog shit. Damn. Yeah, I went and visited her recently, and she said the phrase, um, don't go to the bathroom in there because I have to get the fly juice down the toilet. Damn. Yeah. That sucks. Yes, it does. Now Adderall was what did that to her? Yeah, Adderall, probably a little dose of who she actually is. I yeah. mean, she was always very dependent on other people, but um, yeah, it really ruined her. Adderall's gotten me out of some jams, personally, mm-hmm. but I never got into it as a drug to do it for fun. Uh, some people need it. I get that. Some people do need it. Some but people do need it, and you take it. You have a prescription for it, and you take it. Uh, you know, good for you. Adderall is meth, chemically identical. Really? That's what Fernando's typing. Adderall is meth, chemically identical. It is. I mean, the, the way her face was breaking out, it looked like a... And she was, like, scratching her face. Don't smoke it, though. There'd be open sores on her face, bleeding sores on her face. Yeah. I mean, I've known people who are doctors that get too hopped up on the shit you know and it can really just like oh make you an asshole I'm so scared of surgery that's one of my biggest fears really can you imagine going under and your doctor being like I gotta smoke some Adderall real quick I mean uh, I mean, I'd want him to be ready you know so if he was a little sleepy go take that Adderall you know <laughs> yeah yeah he's just got the knife and it's shaking he's yeah. like are you ready to open heart surgery come on <laughs> I had a buddy who did a lot of Adderall and then he tried to quit and then drove across the country and had a seizure halfway there because he was uh, he was withdrawing from Adderall while he was wow. driving. And like the sun got in his eyes or some shit and he fucking crashed his car. He's okay, yeah. but you know, it's crazy. Yeah, you, you know? have to like wean yourself off of it. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, Adderall, I'm not, I'm not for it, but like I said, uh, it has got me out of some jams. Yeah, I mean, some people need it. Like this girl needed it clinically, but then she was, maybe because of our age in New York, she was abusing it, selling it. We would get up and like, I remember like we were, we got up at like 7 a.m., crushed some up to snort it. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, oh, I don't feel like snorting that line. And I put a cup over it to save it so it doesn't blow away. And she's like, that's like the smartest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, poor thing. 
<laughs> Adderall, I, I put it, it's on my no-no list. I, I mean, I've done it. I probably will do it again at some point because mm-hmm. I'll have to get a bunch of jokes done by the morning. Yeah. You know, and... Uh, well, you don't have an addictive personality. No, I don't for some reason. I don't know why. I'm very fortunate. Uh, but yeah, Adderall, uh, you know, all that stuff. Ritalin, you know, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't know. I don't like it either. But again, some people need it. Yeah, so I don't some know. people need it. I don't know your body. Um, all right. So Oxycontin, Xanax, that kind of stuff. Those downers, those pills, those downers. My people God. People get real into Oxycontin is the only drug I've personally had a friend overdose and die from. Rush and, Limbaugh and four. Was yeah, that your I wish. Uh, no, but the uh, <laughs> no, but in high school, I had four friends uh, all die oxycontin. Really? Yeah, because uh, they're football players, right? No, no, these are just normal druggies. Uh, <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah, and there was a lot of oxy going through my school at the time because one of the vice principals was selling it. Story I've told before, and uh, it's uh, fucked up, and I hate that drug, and I'll never do it. No matter how much I need it, just because I've known so many people that have died from it. So uh, please, I understand that lots of you, you get it from a doctor, your aunt has a bottle in her cabinet, you think it's cool, you think it's safe. It can really fuck you up. Easy. Yeah, it can really, really fuck you up. I all to- those all those can. I got. I used to have a Percocet problem. Oh. I, that was like the one drug that I had to kick in my life. And... Uh, because it was another thing. I realized I wasn't funny anymore. I was taking Percocets because I had a hernia that I wasn't uh, treating. And so I was eating a bunch of Percocets to deal with the pain. And then next thing I know, I'm having like three or four Percocets a day. I can't shit that well. You know, I can barely think. I'm not forming my sentences. I'm Oof. not getting laughs anymore. I got to stop doing Percocet. Yeah. You know, and so I don't do it anymore. And uh, like, and I don't, and I'm lucky that I don't like see it out and I don't need it and I'm okay and I'm not like fiending for it. But I realized that I was doing it too much and it fucked me up and uh, I had to kick it and I'm proud of myself that I did. Good job. Yes. Uh, Isn't it crazy how comedy has saved us and ruined us at the same time? Because we both had stories where we're like, oh, I'm doing drugs and comedy, but I'm not getting the laughs. So I stopped. Yeah, exactly. It's really all it's really based on like, am I getting the laughs? Oh, I'm not getting the laughs. What is it? Yeah, because I know in the. I know that I was before, and now I'm not. And Percocet's the new thing. It's got to be that. So yeah, to got get that rid out. of it. You know, sometimes it's a person in your life. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> the drug you're doing, but you got to find that thing that's keeping you from being funny or creative. Oh my god, we should we should have talked about love because that's a powerful drug. Yeah. Oh man, it could fuck you up. I've seen so many people throw away their life mm-hmm. for love. Yes. As, as if it was heroin. Yeah. As if it was meth. It's weird. But I've also seen people be saved by it. By love? Oh, yeah. You know, I've seen people who've had, like, who were on a downward spiral and someone came along and saved them or they had a kid and they fell in love with that kid and they wanted to be a better person and they pulled their life together and they started working harder and became better people. So, I mean, you know, I could see it both ways with love. Yeah. I guess it depends on the other person. Yeah. Going back to the depressants, though, Mm -hmm. the one I will stick up for and- as long as you don't abuse it, of course, is Xanax. I've never taken Xanax. I know you gave me a Xanax when my father passed away. Yeah. Or no, no, not when my father, when my ex screamed at my mother. Yes. And I left him and I was yeah. homeless. And you never took it? I never took it. I I mean, I have a bottle of Xanax, mm-hmm. which is down to like six now that I keep for emergencies. Basically, I keep it for when someone dies. Yeah. And I, or if I like, I one day I wake up and I'm extremely depressed because of some thing that's bothering me you know like when my mom died i 
ate some Xanax that week to deal with it. Yeah. When Kevin died, I ate some Xanax to deal with it. You know, and it's just like, it's not, as long as you're not abusing it, it'll get you through a really bad day. Whatever you need. I'm sorry I wasted your Xanax. I just have this no, thing of it's like, fine. No. I, yeah, I was scared because I was, I, I was without a home and I was like, I don't want to get addicted to something and then not have the wherewithal. Like right now is the time to focus up and find a place to live. Yeah. And then I can go crazy. I think Xanax is only cool in emergencies. Yeah. You should not be doing Xanax for fun. Uh, it's like, especially if you're drinking on it or smoking on it, you know, that shit will fuck you up real fast. You can't walk. You can't see. You can't talk. Like it's, a, it's a mess. But if you're if you're dealing with something and you got to turn off for the night, take like just a bite of one i don't even take whole ones i got really tiny low dose ones i bite them in half and it's literally just to like get through a day that i'm just really sad that's good and it just it helps pulling up to mickey d's just for drinks oh yeah that's me nothing extra just perfection and a straw coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block because there are drinks then there are drinks from mcdonald's Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support so you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Not care. Pills scare me, because I don't know. Like, weed, I know it comes from the earth. Here it is. Pills kill so many fucking people. So many old people are addicted to them and don't know it. Uh, you know, it's just and they're and they take them when they and they they're depressed and they just keep popping them and popping them and popping them, thinking it's gonna help, and it's not. Even though that's the exact advice I just gave, and I know <laughs> and I know it's, but I'm just saying everything moderation. You know, like if you, any any you can do almost any drug if you if you do it in moderation. Excess will kill you. No matter what it is, if it's fucking tomatoes, it'll kill you. You know, like excess, you get, you can't do it. If it's vitamins, I, I used to eat too much vitamin C. Oh, your skin's all yellow. Well, no, I got a kidney stone. Whoa. Yeah, I got like a fucking because I used to eat too much vitamin C because my allergies were all fucked up and I couldn't afford allergy medicine, but vitamin C was super cheap or I had a bunch of it or something. I can't remember. Interesting. And it gave me fucking kidney stone. And so, like, you got it. Like any excess of anything will fuck you up. Yeah. But, you know, if you're careful and you respect the drug and you know you know what it's doing, then, you know, it's okay in my book. Oh, speaking of uppers and downers, I guess last one for because I was in Philly and um, every single person I spoke to in Philly, because it's, it's along some kind of highway, which is... Uh, 95? Pe- yeah, people can like, call the drug highway or something. Oh, yeah. Every single person said that they were either on pills, they went to rehab for pills, and they know someone that close to them that has died. It's yeah. a huge problem. Yeah, and uh and you get it from a doctor and you buy and you, you know and you and you buy it at the goddamn at any store on any block. And you know there's the, the drug dealers now, they're no longer like people on the streets. It's these pretty girls I have some people in my family that were in pageants. Yeah. And they're very beautiful and they're very articulate and put together, but 
these like drug companies, uh, I forget what they call them, whatever pharmaceutical, you, pharmaceutical companies. companies, they'll go to beauty pageants and they'll scout those girls. Yeah. Because they're drug dealers, but you would never look at this blonde haired, six foot tall, blue eyed, pretty girl and be like, she's a drug, but they're drug dealers. Yeah. Pretty girls sell anything. Yes, they can. Um, all right. Psychedelics, mushrooms, acid, mescaline. We'll put them together. We're running out of time. Yeah. So I had them all separated, but we'll put them together. Obviously, we've done a show, a whole episode on mushrooms before and psychedelics. And, uh, you know, this is like on this list that I have, this is where I check out. This is my last one that I like to do. Yeah. Still. I'll still, and I won't do mescaline, but I'll do acid and I'll do mushrooms. I have a career no no with mushrooms. Uh-huh. So I was opening up for a very famous comedian, yeah. or I was not open, I was not set to open up for him. I was dating somebody who was, and they're like, oh, we'll give you five minutes up top, right? Yeah. Which is a great career boost. Yeah. And it was at this huge theater in Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, Oh, the crowd is coming in now. So if I do the mushrooms now, the show's about to start. When I get off stage, they'll hit. Yeah. Great. Don't plan on stuff like that. This show got held over. Yeah. It got held over 40 minutes. And you know what happened? I had to tell them I can't do it because I was so, f- I couldn't move. I couldn't move off the couch. Really? Yeah. I was just like, and this is the, the, um, well, this is actually where the, the joke came from of the old monastery because I was in this theater and I was like, Guys, this isn't a theater. This is like an old place of worship and it's men and they don't like that I'm here and they can see me. And I was like tapping into all this shit and people were like, you're on drugs. I was the only one that was doing them. I thought other people were going to do them and no one did. Yeah. And I did them first. And then I looked up later as an old monastery. Yeah, there it is. You know. You tap in crazy shit. You tap into all kinds of crazy shit. Uh, I did a lot of acid mushrooms young. Mm -hmm. I did a lot in high school. Like before, like that's when I probably did the most was like early on before really? I was 18. I that's was, when your brain is I was forming. eating acid a lot. And now to this day, I have trails. Really? I have firma trails. I just have trails. Like if I wave my hand, I see trails no matter what. So like this. Well, I'm waving my hand. I got trails. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah, but I just, I'm fine with it now. I know I can deal with it. That's just how you see. That's just how I see now. And I remember talking, I remember talking to my, uh, my friend's dad because, you know, it was like one of those friends' dads that used to get stoned with us. One of those guys who uh, probably shouldn't have, but it was fun uh, for him. The, uh, I was like, I remember asking him, like, hey, I see trails all the time. Does that go away? And he's just like, nah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Holy shit. I guess I got trails forever. You know, so. Damn. So that stinks. But also, you know, it'll help. Uh, it helps when I, you know, do them still. I like mushrooms. Honestly, my positivity for mushrooms and acid is I've come up with some of my best ideas. You know, I, people can go crazy. I knew a guy who took acid and he was never the same. And he just started walking around town with a tuba. You know, so, I mean, I'm not suggesting it for everyone, but if it works for you, it works for you. It can really spur creativity. Mushrooms and acid uh, microdosing uh, helps deal with PTSD. We talked about that yeah. on the show before. And, you know, it can be something very helpful. And I love playing around with my brain. I like messing around and, like, enjoying it and coming up with weird thoughts and weird little puzzles and fucking, I just love it. You know? As long as you, you got to be in the right environment and know the right people. And always remind yourself that you're on psychedelics. Yeah. Every time you start flipping out, just be like, I'm on drugs. I'm just, I'm on this drugs. This will be over. It's okay. Sometimes it takes 10 hours. Sometimes it takes, uh... You know, 20 minutes, but yeah. you never know. Oh, and never take angel trumpets. 
What's that? It's some flour you eat and it makes you trip for three days. I never done it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do That's it. too long. Yes. Uh, um, yeah. Also, speaking of comedy changing you, I haven't done mushrooms since that set. That I oh, was really? Like, yeah. That I was like, I can't. I'm too fucked. Because I'm scared now. Because mm-hmm. I, I really tapped into something like wild yeah. and dangerous. And also, I'm like, I don't like the fact that I denied a stage time. Oh, yeah. I did mushrooms twice last week, but I was on vacation. Oh. And uh, it was good. I got to relax and I listened to music and I uh, thought about clouds and it was it was great. Yeah. And I pet Rambo, and it was wonderful. Oh, also Never take w- mescaline. Mescaline sucks. It fucks with your stomach. It's too much. It's too much. It's made in a science lab. Take mushrooms. Yeah. Also, if you take uh, psychedelics, animals and children come to you. It's true. They come to you. It's true. I have like I've weird situations all the time. You know, I remember one time I was on acid, and this rattlesnake was just like it was just like I looked down there was a rattlesnake next to me and it didn't give a fuck that I was next to it and then you know I just got up slowly and walked away if I wasn't on mushrooms dead I would have flipped out and screamed and stomped and fucking pissed myself and shit myself but on mushrooms <laughs> I was like you're so pretty and then I was like I'll leave you alone and I get up <laughs> Man. You know, it's different. You know, so uh, if you got the brain for it, enjoy it. Go to the zoo. Um, all right. Ecstasy rolls, that kind of stuff. Molly. I did have it? an ecstasy party one time in college, and mm. we all like body painted each other. We didn't have sex with each other. We just like, and there are some photos on my Facebook, I think. That sounds great. Yeah, but sounds I just like have, y'all have fun. body paint. I used to be into it in high school and early college, but I don't like it anymore. No, it's too much. Too much. The day after sucks. Yeah, because all of your happy stuff is gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I used to be into it, and like it was bonding for my friends in that at that time. But I feel like it's something you should definitely grow out of. I yeah. think uh, I think at some point in your life you should learn to think for yourself and not need this drug to make you happy and uh, figure out your own thoughts. Uh, but uh, when you're super young and you're going to a party or a rave and everyone's doing it and you have control over yourself, have fun. Yeah, Everything's some, better in moderation. You can mm-hmm. always take more. You can never take less. Wear some flat shoes when you go dancing. Yes. And then do some drugs and have fun. Bring glow but, sticks. Yeah. You know, some little snappy things, little snap bracelets. Oh, my fun. God. One time I was in New Orleans, and I saw this girl. She had a glow stick in her mouth, uh-huh. and then she dropped it into the puddle. So you know the puddles that have, like, horse shit and piss and oh, people's- Oh, she put it back in her mouth? Yes, yeah, she did. God damn it. <laughs> Oh, man. I remember I watched my buddy. It was like his first high school party that he ever drank or smoked at. And he had a retainer in his mouth. And he like took a four-foot bong hit and he puked. And then uh, his retainer came out of his mouth and then he pissed on it. And uh, because he was standing in the same spot and then he just picked it up and put it back in his mouth. Mm. He was like, I lost my retainer. And then he realized that he had just uh, because he pissed on his puke. Well, it's his piss. It's his. I guess so. But I'm fucking disgusting. I know. But would you rather eat a retainer from your piss? I mean, I would. I mean, you just wash it off. Somebody else's piss. Just wash it. Dip it in the pool. Anything. (laughs) Hit it with a garden hose. Let a dog lick it. Anything. (laughs) Oh, one time I was drunk with my friend in a pool in Louisiana. And this is like a nasty ass pool that ain't nobody touched. And uh, there was a dead raccoon in the pool. Or dead possum. Excuse me, a dead possum in the pool. That's actually worse. Yeah. And um, I pushed him in. I pushed him in the pool. And oh, yeah. uh, his body fell on top of the possum, broke it apart. Rock and roll. And then somebody picked me up and threw me on top of the possum. Oh! 
new story, new fun story. I like that one. Dead possum bits all in my hair, but mm. then I had to keep going on with the party. Oh, possum. <laughs> DMT, you ever do it? Yes, one time at a bar. And here's the upside of it, yeah. because it's very short. You have a very short trip. I did not know I was doing it in DMT. Yeah. I was with a bunch of strangers, and they were passing on a pipe. I thought it was uh, uh, weed. weed. And then I was having problems with like a boy at the time. Yeah. And then I did a little hit. So I'm like sitting, and I'm looking at this square on the floor, and I'm like, guys, this isn't weed. And they're like, oh, no, it's DMT. And then I was like, oh, shit. And I go into it, and I was having this problem with a boy, and mm-hmm. then my brain focused laser sharp, and it said... You should be thankful you're having this problem now because you are just getting to know him. It's been like a week. Imagine years into this and this yeah. happening. You are saving time. And I was like, thank you. And then I never thought about him again. People tell me about the angels they see and shit like that with DMT. Mm-hmm. Good for you. I'm scared of it. I don't want to do it. I used to do whippets. I'm done with that. Whippets, you can buy at a, a deli right around. I see him at this deli by cigarettes. Grocery store, a whip, can, whip can canister. Listen. Don't do it. Kills your brain. It's for 15 seconds. It's not worth it. No. Uh, literally makes you dumber every time you do it. Um, ayahuasca. Never done it. Never done it. I don't have any plans to do it. Cena loves it. Uh, I know you change your life a little bit. And you see things that you've yeah. never seen before, but... It's a lot of preparation. Like I'm, yeah, I've already you, seen too much. Yeah, if you, you can't have meat for a week, and you have to, like, cleanse for yourself for a whole week. Oh, I yeah, need, fuck all that. No. No, I ain't got time. <laughs> Oh. I want my bacon. Don't get in the way of my weed. You fuckers. <laughs> All right. Ayahuasca off the list. Cocaine. Off the list. I've done it. I hate yeah. it. It's gone. I'm never going to do it again. But every time it's free and at a party, yeah, you always yeah, fucking yeah. do it. I'm done with that too. Really? I, I had a, My old rule with cocaine was I'm never going to pay for it. Mm. And now I'm just straight up done with it. Uh, I don't need it anymore. Uh, nothing good will come of it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a better person while I'm on it. I'm a worse person. I think anyone who does it becomes more selfish and shittier and more. Your nose is blocked up. Yeah, your nose is blocked up. You're fucking annoying. Uh, you know, like it's, you know, it's a lot of shit, you know, so I'm not a fan of cocaine. Uh, if you like it, you know, good for you. Don't do too much and don't do it around people you love. Uh, do it's a It's a drug made for strangers. Uh, you shouldn't know the people. Uh, crack. Just, it's worse. Never touch it. Never done it. Don't smoke cocaine if everything I said is amplified. No. And uh, and then you just, you get sick and die easily. Your heart explodes. Yeah. Don't do crack. I've done meth once, twice actually. You've done meth twice? I've done meth twice and I was actually having a good time with a guy and I had to break it off because he was a dealer and I'd be like, I can't see you ever again. One time I saw meth, someone in my house brought it, as someone, I was back when I was selling weed. Someone brought it to my house. And they're like, hey, you want some meth? I said, get the fuck out of my house. Mm-hmm. No meth in my house. So I had a strict list of never to do. There's plenty of stuff that you can do that will get you fucked up that is better for you than meth. Yeah, you, you can know? go choke each other like we did in Christian camp. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. We used to choke each other. Too. Yeah. Don't do pass that. out. Yeah, Don't do that. that's scary. <laughs> I remember one time my friend thought he killed me. You know, it was just like a whole mess. You know, but you know, don't do it. It's, no. not, it's not good for you. Um, uh, heroin, I mean, absolutely not. Uh, it's killed too many great people, uh, yeah. in my opinion. Uh, too much of too much of my favorite uh, human beings, as far as music go, died of heroin. And so it'd be so sad if you're a heroin addict and you're not good at music. How yeah. sad is that? Extra not, sad. Oh God! And you're, you get all weird and fat, and you know, no. like 
You don't know what's up and what's down. You ever see those guys and they do bad heroin and they're just kind of like, you ever see something, you're walk, you're down the street and you see someone just leaning over like halfway and their arms are dangling by their toes and yeah. they're just like sitting there bobbing up and down. They're on bad heroin. Really? Yeah, that's like, it's, it's not good for you, obviously. it's I don't care how it makes you feel. It's going to fuck you up. It's going to ruin all of your relationships. You look gross. You end up getting scars on, all over your body. You get with, heroin face. Yeah, I mean, yeah, same thing with meth. I mean, you meth just, face. I mean, you get, if you do meth for a year, you look like a different person. Oh my God, you know? it's so And so scary. it's just like, don't do it. It's not worth it. And last is Jesus. Uh, that is the last drug we will talk about. I feel like that is the one drug you find once you quit all the other ones. Uh, I think that anyone who's like super into Jesus suddenly is just uh, just did something awful. <laughs> oh, like born again Christians? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They something something awful just happened in their life, and they're yeah. just like they're getting over it. Uh, I'm a Christian, but yeah. I'm not shoving it down people's throats, mm-hmm. and um, I'm also just kind of living my life. But I like um, I like some of the. So I like a lot of the things that are said. I also like that it's something above the government because I don't want to worship the government. Yes. Um, yes. Well, I don't worship the government. Well, under communist countries, you do. You have to. I mean, you have, I mean, they, that's why. Like, they look pretend at, to. They pretend to. Yes, but yes. you can't have religion in a communist government. They'll come and shoot you in the head. Is that, there's religion. There's churches in Russia. Uh now there is, but not whenever communists first happened. No. Really? No, no. There's in fact, Russians be very, very religious, and then people that's not taught about in school. I'm just now learning about it, so I might be all dumb, dumb. Mm-hmm. But Russia used to be very, very religious, and they then still a, are a revol. No, no uh, yes, they still are now. But a revolution happened, and oh, okay. uh, people were just literally just shot in the head. Yeah, a lot of people have killed because of religion. That's for damn sure. Because you believe in something? Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, a lot of more people. A lot of people have died in the name of Jesus Christ. Um, well, I, I, well, they shot people because they believed in Jesus Christ. Yeah, or people who believed in Jesus uh, killed people because they didn't believe in Jesus. Mm. You know, there's lots of uh, you know, lot like religious is religion's crazy. Yes, and uh, anyone who's obsessed with anything, I think there's something to be looked at in yourself. I don't care if it's Led Zeppelin or Jesus yeah. Christ. If you care about one thing and nothing else. You gotta think too you, much. You gotta you gotta spread it out. I do think a lot of people use uh, uh, religion as a way of uh, reflecting what's going on inside. Mm-hmm. I see, especially a lot of men, and this is in a lot of different religions, where they they point at pieces of these books and they're like, "See, it says here that our God says you should shut the fuck up right now." Yeah, you know what I mean. And I'm like, no, I'm like protesting my rights. And they're like, no, 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 because I know I wasn't allowed to like speak in church. Uh, there was a big no-no where I'm from. I know I was an altar boy, and there there wasn't allowed altar girls. I yeah, know that much. And I know that you know women can't become priests. I think that's fucked up. But it's like, do you think that women don't believe in Jesus as much as you? That makes no sense. It makes no sense. You know, do you think they're you're just you're just straight up saying you think they're dumber. That's what the Catholic to me. That's what the Catholic religion saying is like. Yeah, uh, we think women are dumber than men. They can't handle being priests. That's how I look at it. Uh, I grew up in Catholic school. I, I I was thrown at it. I was put through the ringer as far as uh, Catholicism goes, and it fucking beat it out of me. And I can't stand it, you know. A lot of people who went to Catholic school come out of it either hating God mm-hmm. or just fully in it, like become want to become a nun. Yeah. Uh, really conservative dress. Don't look at me. It's weird. There's no like, I went to Catholic school, I'm cool. <laughs> now, I've had a good conversations with nuns, you know, I've had good conversations with priests. 
I think that, you know, you can be cool and, and be into God. My mom was super into God. I love my mom, you know, like, mm-hmm. but it's just not for me. Uh, it makes, it, it just, it drives, it doesn't make any sense. My, to me, it's, you know, my, any, all religions are equally absurd to me. Yeah. But, uh, I you know, the one thing I don't like, uh, before I say something positive, my negative on church is that I think a lot of people are religious because they're scared. And they need to be scared in order not to sin or do bad things. And I think that, for me, I don't need to be scared to not do bad things. Uh, I believe in morality and, you know, just being a good person for being a good person's sake. Uh, I don't need to fucking worry about going to a place of fire and brimstone when I die in order to not do crimes and hurt my fellow people. Uh, But at the same time, my positive, it really does form community. Um, The church, a good uh, a good church will go a long way. They really, you know, a, a really great preacher will help. Uh, will help his community, will help the homeless, will help, you know, whatever. And I really, that means the world to me. So if anyone, like, I go to the, I go to uh, down, I go to the mission, uh, and I went to the Los Angeles mission, mm-hmm. and they're housing 400 people. I, I mean, so I don't care that they believe in God. They're great people. You know, thank God. Thank God they believe in God. That's what church is for. I yeah. went to church, um, and I saw the the minister. It was, it was right by the highway around Town. But um, because it's right by the highway, you get a lot of the drifters coming in, yeah. and they have they have food afterwards. And I sat, um, and I had meals with people, and mm-hmm. I sat next to somebody who was like a early on civil rights activist. We had a whole conversation what I never would have had with her anywhere else. Yeah, I'm, I've had amazing conversations. Same thing. Yeah. Every uh, Christmas we go to this uh, nunnery and we go to Christmas mass there, and we hang out with the nuns after mass, and we have bourbon slushies, and they're hilarious. Yeah. And we have a great time. Julie's uncle is a 93-year-old priest. We have the best conversations. He's a really great man who's done a lot of great things. He's I've met. He uh, was a pre. He was a. He was a priest in prisons. Um, I've met uh, priests uh, that work in prisons, and you know, priests go to find people to help them be at peace when they're dying. I love all of that. Yeah, I, I, I stand by all of that. I think it's amazing, and uh, it's just uh, not for me. but when you're using it as religion as a drug which it can be yeah when you're using it and i think that's when god gets very angry because you're not using it for the word of god you're using it for yourself and just kind of like what's that word called where you're like reflecting your own thing projecting projecting it's a lot of people projecting that's bad absolutely yeah. Guys, this has been The Brighter Side. Thank you so much for listening to our episode on drugs. Amber, it's a pleasure as always. Yes. Fernando, thank you for coming in and recording us, editing us, being the great human being that you are. Plugs, here we go. Twitter, we're at Brighter Side LPN, at Amber Smelson, at Eddie Tunes underscore, at Lost Podcast Network. Instagram, The Brighter Side LPN, Amber Smelson, Eddie Tunes. Uh, Nando, please be nice. That's N A N D O P L Z B E N I C E. Last Podcast Network, that is all on Instagram. Go be a part of Amber Nelson's Patreon. What's wrong with you? Go in there. You got special 
exclusive Amber Nelson content. Uh, plus, her cooking show comes out every Wednesday or Thursday. I kind of I'm trying to do it every a certain day once a week, but sometimes it just comes out on a different day. I'm sorry. Who gives guys. a shit? Yeah. Okay. They're lucky you're doing anything. Okay, great. But yeah, that's no. free fun content. <laughs> it's free fun content. They're gonna watch no matter when you put it out. Anyone who loves it loves it. But you want to subscribe to Amber's Patreon? Go to Patreon.com/slash/AmberSmelson. Um, How America Kill My Mother trailer is on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Go watch it. Get excited for the movie. I'm going to figure out how to give it to you sometime in October before this election that's tearing our country apart. Um, but go watch it. How America Kill My Mother. It's a, trail, it's a movie I made with... It's a short documentary I made with Travis Irvine who made Ben Kissel's documentary, directed his own documentary about becoming mayor, and had the number one comedy of the summer. Ooh. Killer Raccoons 2. Dark Christmas in the dark. Um, I got a cameo in that. But I also got a new Twitter account, uh, at How America Kills. Um, that's uh, basically that I'm just sharing stories of how America does kill its people. Uh, go there and help me share stories. If you have a story, tweet at How America Kills, and I will help share your story. Um, sticker giveaway is still happening. I'm decided I'm just going to do this once a month and sit down and do it then. So hit me up, DM me. D, uh, just DM me your address and you will get a sticker and I will tell you what to do to repay us. Yeah. Also the, the Brighter Side page and I want to, yeah. The Brighter Side, yeah, no, the Brighter Side Facebook page. Yeah, or, brighter, or the Brighter Side Instagram page if you, your address or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I just don't want you doing all the whole thing. I, I know, like doing I know, it too. Yeah, I know, I know. I, it's yeah. just, I, I just find it easier when, it, it, if you want one from me, just uh, direct message me because I don't look at all the other places. Okay, if you want from me, direct message for me. Exactly. There we go. We got it going. Um, uh, last podcast, Twitch channel is where you can watch Classy Night in. The next one is September 9th at 9.30 p.m. That's going to be Wednesday, this coming Wednesday after this episode comes out. Um, and it's going to be 6.30 p.m. Uh, Pacific time, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. It's Classy Night in with me, Henry, and Jackie. Amber, you want to do this one? I'd love to. Amber will be there, and Jason Sines will be there. And uh, maybe another guest, maybe not. Who knows? The show will be great regardless. Um, Spotify playlist. I got a new thing that I'm doing. I, I talked to Henry, and so I'm doing these playlists every week. Uh, so I'm going to make one playlist for each person on the network. And oh. So each week, it'll be a personalized playlist to someone on the network to help plug their shows and to just, like, give a gift. That's great. For no reason. So I'm going to start with Henry. Perfect. So this week on Henry's playlist, which is going to be called For Henry, um, you, you'll be listening to music that I think Henry Zabrowski needs in his life and that I know he likes. This is whales mating sounds. <laughs> That's Holden's, actually. <laughs> Holden's is going to be a series of screams. And then, uh, and then so, and, uh, and I don't know if you've ever heard of the show last podcast on the left, but it's a great show. It's a true crime show. Talk about aliens. Uh, go listen to that. Uh, if you've never heard of it, I highly suggest Last Podcast on the Left. Just kidding. I know you know where it is. Uh, side stories. Also, get into it. It's fucking... It's Kissel and Henry doing their own roundtable. Enjoy that shit. But the song coming to you, Henry, that I'm picking off of this list is Hoochie by Moby Grape. Moby Grape rocks. Very tragic story if you learn about them. But listen to Hoochie. Listen to Moby Grape. They the best. I love you, Henry. I love all you that listening. Be good to yourselves and, uh, you know, get a dog. We will be down in the valley. 
This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.